Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. Let's dive right in to today's show. First of all, thanks so much for listening to the number one motivational, inspirational, entrepreneurial podcast on the planet. I appreciate you. I saw a guy post uh, yesterday online, and it really hit me. And uh, I want to talk about that because it'll hit you as well. He said that... Not being stuck in rush hour traffic is worth a six-figure income to him. I would give up hundred grand a year in a job just so I didn't have to be stuck in rush hour traffic. I'm like, oh, I get that. Like, I get all of that. And it makes so much sense. I mean, if, if you were to say, hey, you can make 200 grand a year at this job, but you had to commute every day, or cut that in half and you work from home that's like that's like the biggest no-brainer is that a trick question I, I i i can't even tell you and you know if you commute to a job every day you know that pain of that anxiety you feel when you're leaving the house are you going to get caught in an accident and traffic is going to be backed up and all of that you got to rush out of the house by a certain time all of that and then you're just stuck in your car doing nothing maybe listen to this podcast thank you if you're on the way to work or even coming back home how tired are you then like five, six o'clock at night. How tired are you? That's why I left. Never left for the money. Didn't even know I was going to make any money. That's pretty stupid. I know. But when you're in that much pain, and I mean real pain, I don't mean like people say, oh, I wish I could quit my job. And they go anyway for 45 years. I mean real pain. Like I ain't doing this anymore. I don't don't even know. I don't even care about the money. I'll figure that part out. I got to get out. And so when I saw that quote, that guy put it out there. I'm like, dude, I get all of that. You know, it's uh, it's Friday today, the first Friday of Lent on the Lenten calendar. And growing up Catholic, youngest of eight kids, my mom and I, I remember this as well. This has to do with being free as well, by the way, if you're wondering why I'm quickly pivoted to this story. Bradford, PA in the 70s, the late 70s, early 80s, my mom and I would go to St. Bernard's Church on a Friday night and we would do Stations of the Cross. And maybe you do this now, but Stations of the Cross, the priests on a Friday night, there was probably 50, 60 people, and we followed the priests around from station to station documenting the crucifixion of Jesus, and then he would pray over it, and we would move from one station to the next station. I don't know, maybe it took 30, 45 minutes or so. That was a Friday night during Lent. And then I remember also my mom would grab my mom and I would grab a fish fry, afterwards or sometimes beforehand and then we would go home and watch the incredible hulk and the donnie and marie show you remember those shows wow friday night saturday night was love boat and fantasy island so i mean that that was like that was my whole life man i didn't 
I can't imagine like that in today's day and age with phones and how busy all families are. I'm sure there's families that still go to Stations of the Cross in, in the Catholic Church, but it just seemed different back then. It felt like there was a lot of people doing things like that. And yeah, it wasn't about religion or it's just like about being free, being in community. Now my my mom was wiped out, man. She was dog tired. She worked in a factory uh, eight hours a day as a nurse. So you know when we got to that point, seven, six, seven a night, you just tell she was exhausted. But we still went. And so tonight it's Friday. Now we only have one kid at home, though. I got two in college. One that's already moved out of college onto the working life, uh, getting married in the summertime. So we have one child at home, our nine-year-old. We're having a fish fry. Last week we went out for a fish fry. And this week, even though it wasn't Lent yet, still, hey, grab a fish fry. Uh, nothing better than a Guinness and a beer-battered fish fry. Man, I'll tell you what, it's just, it's an awesome fry. That's that's a, that's a good Friday night for me. But tonight we're going to stay in, and we're just going to do it at home. Family time, you know? The one thing I will not be is exhausted. The one thing I will not be is stressed out trying to get out of the office by whatever time in the afternoon just so I can get home and actually enjoy time with my family. You know, that's why we do what we do. When you want it, well, you know, when you talk to entrepreneurs, like it's a lot of stress. I mean, holy cow, you got your yeah, good news is you're your own boss, but the bad news is you're your own boss. I know, but when you really add up the ledger columns, it's a no-brainer. The amount of freedom you have, the anxiety that you don't have, you always have stress and anxiety when you're a business owner. That just always happens. And I know people are like, you know, in the personal development world, oh, you know, uh, stress and fear, that's only when you own a business. You choose to, yeah, okay, go away with that. So you're always going to have that. You know, I do agree how much you allow that to control your circumstances. Yeah, you can't stop it from happening, but you can control how you react to it. Yeah, I agree with that part. You, you, you just can't let that get in the way, especially when you decide to go out on your own. Maybe you're a solopreneur, you're a one-man, one-gal band, and nothing happens if you don't do something. You know, there's some stress with that. There's also a lot of empowerment with that, being in charge of your schedule. You know, being able to wake up when you want, do what you want in the morning, get creative, lay out your day. You plan it. Nobody plans it for you. I think that's a pretty big deal as well. Like, that always kind of rubbed me the wrong way as well. When I got to the office, somebody always had a plan for what I was going to do that day. And that's cool for a while. Like, when I was in my 20s, I needed it. When I was in my 30s, I'm like, yeah, no, that's not my plan. Sounds good for you. Doesn't sound so good for me. And working on a weekend... That definitely doesn't sound. Sounds great for you because you get my work for free. Uh, you ain't paying me overtime. You're just telling me, hey, guilting me into being in the office on the weekend working because everybody else is. Who's going to bring the donuts? Not Sam. But that ain't good for you, though. If someone else is making plans for you, trust me, they ain't as sexy as what you could make for yourself. And that's a big, big deal. So having freedom, Having a different kind of worry and stress that is because, hey, I want to build this thing. And it's almost like an excitement level of stress. It's not the stress where, oh, my God, I had a meeting. I don't even want to be in this meeting. Like, you want to do whatever it is that you're doing right now as an entrepreneur, as a business. Like, you want to do this. It, it excites you. The stress is going to be there because it's almost like, oh, I want to get this done. I hope it works and probably won't work the first time. So that's another thing you got to come to grips with. But all of these things, bottom line, freedom. That quote I saw, it's worth a hundred grand not to be stuck in traffic. You betcha. I co-signed to that statement 1,000%. 
uh, during this Lenten season. I appreciate it even. I appreciate it. I shouldn't even say during Lenten season. It didn't make any sense. Like I appreciate every season's like that. Every day is Saturday, but during this time, you know, we all we we, we got childhood memories, man. Some good, some not so good. But this is the one thing I do choose to do. I choose to only focus on the good stuff. There's a lot of stuff, yeah, it ain't really for public broadcasting, but that's fine. You know, we all got that stuff. You can't change how the story started. You didn't have any control of that in your childhood. You have zero control. But you sure as heck can change how it ends. And so what I got started on this road a long, long time ago, man, it was always about doing stuff like this. Family fish fries, going through the drive-thru, getting a Sunday, going on a Sunday drive. Man, we used to do that all the time when the kids were young. Fire up the Crowley Roadster, the minivan, put the kids in there, and just go for a drive on a Sunday for like an hour, you know? And it was just great. I never did that stuff as a kid, you know? Being able to be free allows you that without having to stress. So I got to be at work Monday, got to get home, guys. Come on, got to get a shower, got to get a you know? None of that. So I think that's a big, big reason why you see people nowadays, especially, say, you know what, I'm going to take a shot. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I don't know how it's going to end, but at least I have control over how it's going to end. Nobody else is going to have control over that for me. Nobody's going to plan that out until I'm 65 or 70 and can barely walk. And, hey, great news. Thanks, Johnny. Hey, Mary, appreciate your 45 years. Grab your walker and your cane and get on out of here. That's the way it ends for everybody, you know. So I hope this message found you in a good spot. Take that shot. Just take it, you know. Put it out. Put it out. Lay it down. Lay it out there. Write it down. What do you got to lose? And you're going to look at that, and it might be a big, big thing. But the question is, is it reality? Is it going to happen that way? I don't know, man. Things just have a way of working out for people that don't quit. You really can't beat somebody who doesn't give up. You may beat them temporarily, but in the long run, the individual like you, that doesn't give up hard to beat man i would say like the odds 100 percent in your favor you just don't give up man never give up all right so say it with me gang let's kick off the day today or whatever this message finds you say it with me now have the best day ever and that's a wrap another everyday saturday podcast in the books thanks so much for listening would you do your boy a favor would you get on itunes or wherever you listen to everyday saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show it helps amazing people like you find the show faster and that's what i'm looking for amazing people like you hey, i'm always hanging out on the interwebs you can check me out on instagram at every day is saturday let me know you're listening to the show love 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 hearing from fans of the everyday saturday podcast and one last thing when you're ready to launch get on my calendar go to launchwithsam.com you and i are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream are you ready let's do it i'll see you on the next every day is saturday podcast